0: Hey, dorks. Just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug i'm justin and with us this week is our very special guest please uh put your digital hands together for jamie jarak welcome back.
1: Yay. Thank you for having me back
0: oh this is so crazy though we were just talking the last time you're here was episode 47 which was like a bajillion years ago at this point yeah. and that math checks oh out
1: I,
2: yeah i've couldn't even tell you what happened that day uh, yeah so long ago
0: it was a long long time ago
2: my life where was i living i don't know
0: yeah it's 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 hard to uh pin that stuff down because i think you know when i look back like i feel like that wasn't right it says march 1st 2017 that doesn't make sense to me on the website that date doesn't seem right those three
3: years. ago. Oh no! Because we know what. What? That's that's when we transitioned over from hosting oh. on Squarespace to hosting on Libsyn. Gotcha. So all of like from a certain point backwards, everything has the same timestamp.
0: Gotcha. Because so that would that, that would have been. been go, <laughs> oh god, we have to do math.
3: That's the best no. thing we got to do right now. I will never do that. I will <laughs> figure out a different way to do it.
0: Well, I know this. We started in 2015. And so that was before our one year. So this was probably in 2016. Is when this was going down. So that makes sense. That
2: makes sense for our Oops. friendship here. I, I that checks out to me.
0: Yeah, because I think we were obviously doing conservatory at Second City at the time. So yeah, that would that 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 math checks out. Because you're like 2017. You're like ah. So was well, I was already elsewhere. So I don't think that's possible.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah June 9th 2016. There we go. Okay. Check. And we talked about paradoxes and dilemmas. I believe it's per- paradoxes is, is what it's what it's called, Justin. Sorry. And is it dilemmas then? <laughs> dilemma dilemma
2: That's what it is. <laughs> oh my God, I bet this is what happened. <laughs> You're
0: like, oh, right. This was a great... Yeah, this was so much fun last time. Can't wait to do it We're again. We're
3: just going to redo that episode.
0: Like, that's cool. Uh, one of my favorite openings of all time, though, uh, was from that show where Justin was just, like, explained to me what different parts of, like, sound proofing was. And then I just kept asking him something else that he would say. And we went on forever. And eventually, Jamie goes, "Do we start yet? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Have we started? I was like, yeah, that was that was fun. Yeah. That was a good time.
3: This is the high caliber content you
0: get. Mm-hmm. It's like we what we what we learned is uh, we need to take better care of our guests, and uh, yes. we're gonna do that this time. We promise. So you're gonna be cool. in better hands. So, but before we do that, let's get a couple yes. things out of the way. Let's get some housekeeping done. First things first, if you guys don't know, you can uh, follow us on Spotify, uh, uh, among other places like Apple Podcasts and things like that. But in particular, we do exist on Spotify. So if you have Spotify, please look for and uh, like and subscribe to uh, MindGap Podcast on Spotify. Very good stuff. Uh, also, don't forget to check out our merch at teespring.com 2E8. That's uh, teespring.com slash store slash the number two, the letter E, the number eight. We've got some Mind Gap stuff there. Mind Gap face masks, T-shirts, all that jazz. At some point, I think we'll get a cap, right? A baseball cap, a trucker hat. I don't know. I don't know how that stuff works. But, yeah, we we're going to have that there. So, if you're on Twitch, you can just hit the panel right below. Find your uh, Mind Gap merch. And, of course, uh, last Saturday, uh, we had a lovely video game stream uh, of Dungeons and Dragons the fantasy board game Wait. and oh last Saturday we headed back into the dungeon <laughs> and Justin Sam Eric and Jared fought their way through adventure four and leveled up they are now level two that very goes
3: together right
0: very true when it comes to uh uh, Dungeons and Dragons. And so deep in the dungeon as they level up. They hear a strange noise, <laughs> and just like that, they uh, they leveled up. So we had a really good time. Justin, uh, Jamie, are you a are you a Dungeons and Dragons nerd at all or a fantasy nerd at all?
2: I'm not. You know, I've tried, and it's and it's funny because it's so many things that I that I like, but I'm not. I'm just not good at games in general. Oh, and I get. And I think I as, like, an improviser, like, there, it's, like, too many rules for me. I, I'm, like, why can't I just fly away? That's, uh, so I'm
1: never...
3: <laughs> Why do I have to roll to fly away? I just want to do it. Like, like, like yeah, want to make the decision.
2: Just... Also, like, can I, like, I would ask, like, oh, can I do this thing? I'm, like, no, that's not real. I was, like, but can I do, even if I have to roll for it, like, can I try?
0: Well, I'll tell no, you this no. much: if you were in my game, I'd let you do whatever you wanted, Jamie. Oh, you just great. have to roll for it, and we'd see if it would work. That's all.
3: Okay. <laughs> I like. I like the people who tell you you in in D anD D you that's not real. You can't do that. None of this is real. Yeah. How are you making that a rule?
0: Yeah. This is this is this is a world of magic. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, it was good. We had a really good time. Uh, you is finally uh, beat the adventure you leveled up um did you find it challenging justin was a little bit of a
3: thrill look uh three six weeks ago i died last or this week jared died so i would say it's definitely it's it's getting more and more challenging so
0: yeah yeah (laughs) slotty says jared found it so challenging he died (laughs) that is accurate that happened so but you guys survived you made it on to adventure five and uh it was a good time. I had a fun time with you guys. You're always a silly bunch of silly gooses, and I really enjoyed it. So looking forward to the next good time we get to do that. This Saturday, I'm going to be playing a new game that I found called Chronicon. It's basically like a Diablo game, but like 16-bit graphics and fun stuff. So check in Saturday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, twitch.tv slash Come hang out while I play this game. We'll have a good time. All right. All that mm. is out the way let's talk about jamie hi hi i
2: love talking about me
0: (laughs) yes uh so jamie what i mean the last time you were here it was years ago um Mm -hmm. you're doing really cool stuff right now what what are you up to
2: um so i work for comicbook.com uh so i just write about mostly like comic book movies that's you know the main uh, my, my my bread and butter is Agents of Shield but it just ended so I've lost kind of one beat which is really sad um, but uh, that's why we gotta send out good vibes if the Harley Quinn cartoon gets renewed because that's uh, who we need a season three um, but that's, <laughs> cool. uh, uh, that's mainly what I do um, and then soon I'm moving to LA so maybe I'll do things there but who knows in these trying times. <laughs>
3: very true that's a really badass job to have though yeah right I talk about I've doing what left. you love
2: yeah it's really cool um uh, I get to just write about shit I like all day um and yeah we're cool people I get to work from home even before everyone works from home um I so you
3: were everyone. doing it before it was cool
2: yeah I'm like a trendsetter uh so.
0: it was spit my water out <laughs> <laughs> the way you delivered that <laughs> that was amazing
2: um, uh, yeah. Uh, this year oh, i got to um the one cool thing about that we all do zoom is that i got to do some really cool agents of shield interviews i got to have like a 30 minute chat with clark greg which is uh, uh, amazing the coolest nicest person and then of course the agents of shield junket so i got to talk to everybody but clark oh. especially was amazing
0: what was that like what's he like
2: He's oh, so lovely i actually so uh, a couple years ago i went to la and i moderated the their 100 episode panel oh cool. Um, yeah, so I got to, that was cool. Like being on stage with all of them wow. um, was really neat. Um, and so uh, because of that, like, I don't we don't we're not friends. We don't know each other, but we, you know, we, we know each other kind we've met, we, you know, so uh, I'm not trying to claim like my best friend, guy but um, enough that when we got on the zoom, he's like, I like your new hair color. <laughs> so.
0: Nice. So he remembers you
2: thing um so yeah so that was um that's kind of how i got involved uh with the shield kind of everything was doing that panel and then here i am
0: oh that's so cool that's That's so neat that's so neat Is what i just said (laughs) who am i two good hips well oh my gosh (laughs) um yeah that's that's really really cool i you know have seen you post stuff on and on off and on and then i like i I think I checked your Twitter bio. I'm like, she works for comicbook.com. I was like, that's awesome. Because we used to sit, I remember, like when we were in conservatory, we would just talk, like nerdy shop all the time. Uh, I was telling Justin, like, I remember you wrote a sketch where you and I had a lightsaber fight. Uh, I, I, I was like, that was so much fun. I did some really lame like Star Wars uh, sketch with an with an HR perspective that just wasn't very funny but I just remember like you and I would always sit down and we'd be like so what about this and what about That's that cancer. yeah it was so good and then I was also telling Justin that you used to uh, what was it during the show you and uh, uh the other the other woman would do uh do you do in- improvised uh, uh sexy fan, fan fiction
2: oh, no, and- Thing. Um, uh, Allison. Yes, that's right. Um, and yeah. Uh, I used to, in stand-up, I would just write erotica and read it on stage because I thought it was funny to do. And so, yeah, we used to do improvised, that's right, fan
0: fiction. Oh, that was so fun. I, I specifically remember a Harry Potter one. And I just remember, like, you know, you referencing Harry Potter's, you know, wooden wand and just, like, being backstage. I'm like, this is awesome. This is what we came here to do.
2: <laughs> You're an in sex shit since 1990.
0: I know. What I just, it was so funny because we talked about, you know, part of that was like, hey, what are you really good at? And you know, you you talked about your love of, you know, uh, TV, your love of shows, and also because I think you used to write like um, X Files uh, fan fiction, right?
2: I used to do Sex Files, even though I am like I have not even seen every episode of that show. I just really. Think that like X Files would be so much better if they were just fucking like every episode. I can say that, right? Of course, oh, 100%, <laughs> Of course yeah. you
0: can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, so I used to I used to write a lot of Sex Files, but again, I would do it in stand-up, so it's it, it was it was kind of gross.
0: <laughs> I disagree, and I think I, I think it's funny that you feel like you have to see every episode to be able to write like erotic fiction. It's like no, oh. I mean. <laughs>
2: Normally I would pick something that I know really well but like all you need to know is that like Mulder and Scully can get it and they want to get it from each other <laughs>
0: right yeah and yeah. while they're and in between you know them getting it they're solving you know mysterious things yes. you know space I'm, mysteries I know,
2: enough to know that Scully walks out of the room every time something supernatural happens
0: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing I love it that's so cool Um so we're going to kick tonight off with uh, an interesting article uh, That And I know I sent this over to you In advance You're like I don't know much about this But uh, we're going to start it where um, There was a uh, A young woman That was declared dead By paramedics But then she was found dad alive was At a Detroit a funeral home And um, I so
3: many questions About this,
0: this Yeah uh, First of all of My you. first question was like Find What is this NBC Like the 1800s boys. You know Where people are terrified of being buried alive, you know? Um, And and this article doesn't really tell you much about what happens. Like, they literally were just like, the paramedics arrived on scene, they gave her CPR for 30 minutes, she was was not responding, and so they're like, well, she's dead. They take her to...
3: The funeral home and then morning, these folks South called they're like this woman's alive.
1: Responded to a home
3: in Southfield for <laughs> like, Doug, woman. potentially there's a video arrived, playing the in the background right now. Oh, probably uh, from the website uh, of Thank you, Slotty. That uh, horrible, horrible website
0: that just plays the yeah. audio. Yeah. Thank you.
3: No, I, I that's the like when I read that the that the medics had performed CPR for a half hour, that's an insane amount of time to perform CPR. <laughs> and then for them to go, nope. All right. Well, we tried. And then 2 hours later, they're like, "Oh, wait a second. We were wrong. She is alive." Like, I there's so much that needs to be filled in there. I It's
2: It's funny cuz this this story is com- I just watched season 2 of The Umbrella Academy. Of course, I'm going to bring it back to television. Yes. And um uh Kate Walsh's arc starts that way. They're about to dr- put her in the incinerator. Um and then she wakes up. And so my thought is like is something supernatural going on? I <laughs> well,
3: is Elmer Academy real? The first <laughs> in this stream, I just got done watching Old Guard on Netflix, mm-hmm. and yeah. did you like it? Did you see it?
2: Um, uh, an action movie where two men get to be super gay and kiss each other, and then also kick ass. Uh, yeah, right. My movie.
3: <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. So, <laughs> so we're gonna get erotic fiction of Old Guard very soon.
2: Um, I mean, they did it for
3: me. <laughs> that's true. It's in the film. It's redundant, Justin. <laughs> um, but no, but like they, they uh th- that's the first thing I was thinking of was like, you know, did did this are, are mortals now walking among us? You know, 200 are people gonna show up to this woman and just go, you're one of us now, and just take <laughs> her away? Like what happened? It very and also uh one of my biggest fears is being either buried alive or... Well, drowning is one of my biggest fe- ways to die, but being buried alive is terrifying. Terrifying thought. What do you think is worse, being buried alive or drowning? Drowning.
2: Buried alive. Buried alive.
3: <laughs> oh, buried alive. okay. All right. Debate. No. Not in
2: context.
3: I guess buried alive, I could see that point because with with drowning, there's a moment where you make the decision and you inhale and that's it and it's terrible but with being buried alive i would have to assume that it's a much slower process where you're just very aware that everything's happening yeah uh, no. I, uh...
0: that's, a
3: <laughs> that's a good point i'll t- no i'll tell you when drowning would be worse in old guard when that woman gets Put in the iron coffin, and then sent to the oh, bottom, yeah. and she dies. But then she's immortal, so she resurrects, and then drowns again, and resurrects, and drowns again, and resurrects, and to do that for I think they said five hundred years. That's the worst way to go. Can you imagine that that feeling? I like waking no. up and you're underwater. Just kind of
2: get used to it after
3: a while. <laughs>
0: I think I'd be
3: furious. No, no. I don't think I would get used to it.
0: At I mean, all. that that is a fair point. Like humans, they get complacent, you know. <laughs> I mean, if you learn anything from the Matrix, like they made the perfect world and humans rejected it, you know, because it was too perfect. So, I mean, this this. By the I mean, way, because how long does it take you to drown? Like what, a minute? Maybe. I mean, as soon as you inhale the water, right? Right. So, I mean, you you wake up and you're probably like trying to hold your breath. I mean, how long to you hold your breath? Like one to two minutes. So, well, I
3: mean, but you wake up, you don't have any oxygen to start with. So you just wake up and immediately die. <laughs> well, you immediately keep suffocating again and again. Like Boy, this the is water really fills making lungs. This is making me feel really uncomfortable just thinking about right? that. And for five hundred years, that. for five hundred years. What's? Oh yeah, no, that's the other thing too. Yeah, she got out spoiler Mm -hmm. yeah i just took it if you
2: haven't watched it now what are you doing
0: what are you even doing with your life (laughs) i just inhaled a nice breath of air i was like ah it feels good Yeah.
3: (laughs) when i was watching it when that scene happened and like you would see her she was up against the front of the coffin and you would see her just slowly go down like into the darkness and then she'd immediately come back up to the front like gasping and then back down i had to pause it and like Breathe myself, because I, f- I I found myself like getting very anxious. I'm like, okay, you're you're not in the water, you're okay. But the think- only other
0: time I felt like that was watching the movie The Descent, as mm. the oh. women are like crawling through the tight spaces in the cave, and mm. I was just like, this is not okay. Nope.
2: <laughs> yeah. Nope. I'm not. I'm not claustrophobic, really. But in any situation where I can't stand fully up, that's yeah. No, no thanks.
0: The idea of getting trapped somewhere, like you know, like trying to squeeze into something and just being like, "Uh oh, uh oh, I-, I can't get out." Like that to me, like I'm the same way. Like I can be in a tight space, no problem, but like something like that where I'm stuck is, and those shots of like the women just sort of like, "Eh, eh," uh, you just crawling out. I'm like, "Oof, I don't like this. I don't like this at all."
1: Ugh.
2: That is one of the scariest movies ever made. I think. Yeah. Just my god.
3: Yeah. Well someone asked yeah. in the chat have we ever seen the movie Buried with Ryan Reynolds because that is exactly what He's, he's, he's buried, buried alive.
2: alive. I assumed it's just like a elongated version of the scene from Kill Bill and I just would rather watch Kill Bill volume <laughs> 2.
0: <laughs> but he gets a phone call and someone's like you have to do what I say and I'll let you out but does he get out? Probably not.
3: Of course the Australian would know water burns your lungs when you're drowning so it's terribly painful way to die. Yeah. So thank you for that. Also learned that from the Prestige, you know? Yeah. Horrible way to go. Oh.
1: Ooh, I have
2: not seen that in theaters. I should that.
0: That is a phenomenal movie. Still good by the way. Highly recommend it. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um so Justin, so you say All right, you you, you get captured by horrible people and they're like, "All right, buddy." uh we can either drown you or we can bury you alive
3: which one are you gonna do as i'm deciding i take one of their knives and i just end it roll roll for sleight of hand right i roll for sleight of hand that's exactly what <laughs> i don't dude i honestly that's like i don't want to make that decision i hate that thought yeah so it's, hard it's that's that's how do you, you want to go out like either way it right. sucks <laughs> Jamie, what would you choose?
0: Oh,
2: buried uh, between buried alive and drowning? Yeah, yeah. Is that? Oh, buried alive, or I'm sorry, drowning, hundred percent. And I, I think it's maybe because I've grew up in Florida and I'm a really good swimmer. So, part of me, like I could defeat it. <laughs> okay. I could
1: defeat drowning. <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: but if I'm buried alive, no, I'm done. And and it's the same thing. I can't stand up. I, I no no no. Um, I, I, I'd, I'd rather inhale water than dirt. Um, yeah. there's
0: just no content. Yeah. Cause I imagine they put you in a coffin, they seal it shut and then they put you in and you just slowly run out of oxygen. Like either way you're kind of yeah. suffocating yeah. one. I think it's just going to take longer than the other. So it's really. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. yeah. What yeah. would you
0: choose? Doug? Uh, I think I would regretfully cho- choose probably drowning. Yeah. Just for the sake of like, let's get this done. It'd be horrible, but like, yeah. you know, you don't
2: think once it's done, once it's like, you're, it's like quite peaceful.
0: I mean, as peaceful as, I, I don't know. I'm assuming.
2: <laughs> <I'm, I'm> assuming <laughs> yeah, it's actually not a bad way to go by the experts who have died that
3: way. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> From the ghosts I've spoken to, they're like, you know what? It wasn't awful. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I don't like it. I don't like it either. But you know what I'm I do like that. is I What's do that? like the new trailer for The Batman. Transitions. <laughs> Now, Jamie, I saw you tweet that you basically are yeah. like another Batman movie. Who gives a shit? But Robin Pattinson, I'm on board.
2: Let me tell you, this whole camp, like I, I'm, I'm, my Batman is is I like the '90s Batman. I mean, I, Batman and Robin changed my life when I was seven. Um, wait, Batman wait, time out, time out. Bad. How did
0: that change your life? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: was in ivy i was seven i've never seen such a woman in my life get to be so cool and uh, you know like i told I, I i literally said this in the last podcast i was on but i can't it's my favorite thing when she's like like i told lady freeze when i pulled her plug this is a one one show and she's just so cool and um but also like batman returns i think is the best batman movie the nolan batman did nothing for me and 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 so i think this batman is just gonna be too serious but the cast everyone in this cast from pattinson to colin farrell to Zoe Kravitz, to Jeffrey Wright, Paul Daniel, are you kidding me with this cast right now? Oh my God.
0: <laughs> See, I I definitely am on in the opposite camp of I really liked uh the uh Christopher Nolan Batmans because I feel like I liked, you know, the two Keaton Batmans, but then Batman Forever and Batman and Robin were just at that point I'm like, this is getting a little absurd for me. So when originally when Batman Begins came out, I was like I'm like, who? Oh, great! Another Batman. My was like, no, dude, you have to watch this, and I did. I'm like, wow, that was really good. And then The Dark Knight was a profound movie for me with Heath Ledger as the Joker and everything like that. Like that was phenomenal. Dark Knight Rises, a lot, a lot of room for improvement. I like Bane, but yeah, there's some story problems there with it. Yeah, Dark Knight
2: is beautiful. It's a good, it's a good film. It's just not my. It's just I like my comic book movies to have a little fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, Batman's not fun.
2: Exactly, <laughs> which is why I know that the Batman really only interests me because I'm team R-Pats, our bats, if you will. And I really think he's going to be amazing. Um, uh, I love Robert Pattinson so much. he's, so, I think he's so talented, and I'm ready for him to be Batman.
3: Yeah. I th- yeah, I'm- Go ahead, Justin. No, I was going to say, I'm the when I first heard the announcement, I was just like, I don't understand this at, at all. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, well, he really has done everything he can to separate himself from like being the teen idol in from Twilight. Like he's done a bunch of weird indie films and really stretched his acting legs. And I, I, I the more I thought about it, I'm like, I'm actually kind of into Robert Pattinson. So when I saw the screen test, then I was just like, OK, fuck it. I'm full in. I'm full on board with this. Yeah, I I respect the shit out of him because
0: he's done such interesting stuff, and I know he could act. So when they cast him, I'm like, hey, show me a trailer. Like I'm 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 optimistic. And then you know I love the way this this looks. It's shot really well. The cinematography looks phenomenal. It does look dark, which I'm okay with. I like me a dark, gritty Batman.
3: I feel like that's DC though. Like DC is the dark one. Yeah, yeah. At least you know. Dark comics. <laughs> well, which is like my two
2: favorite DCEU movies are Birds of Prey and Shazam, because I, I just, I like The lightest
3: them. ones, yeah. But yeah, yeah I mean, there's but, something to be so said for I that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I like that they're mixing it up. Let's get Because there is a place for these dark, gritty movies. I like dark, gritty movies, don't get me wrong. Um, it's just you know it's just sometimes it's silly like this man's dressed as a bat why are we taking him so seriously? <laughs> you know um, it's
3: that's a very me. valid point <laughs> so,
2: um, but robert pattinson i want to say because everyone's like he's moved beyond twilight whatever i just want everyone to know that i love twilight i'm currently reading midnight sun i have it right here in my hand um which is twilight <laughs> from edward's perspective uh, I love Twilight. I think the Twilight movie, the first the first movie is a masterpiece and I could go on a rant about it for an hour. Um but but also I don't know if you guys have seen High Life or The Lighthouse, but yes, he's I, got range.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I I saw a a movie with him. It was called The Rover, fears back with mm. um Guy Pearce and Robert Pattinson in it and it was just it was just an interesting indie movie that takes place in Australia. There you go, Jared. Enjoy. He's our Australian <laughs> fan. Um, and uh, Robert Pattinson, like, did a phenomenal job. I was like, man, this guy is this guy is really, like, you know, it was very impressive to see him do that stuff. And so when I was like, he's going to play bad, I'm like, yeah, I think he can handle that. I think he'll be okay. Like, yep. no worries here. Like, <laughs> I think we're good. I just love how people always look at that and they, they assume, you know, the whole Twilight stuff is just the only thing that he is. I'm like, well, first of all, he's always Cedric Dickery in my heart. Like, through and through that's oh, who he yeah. is so yes yeah. uh, chat yeah, yeah. chat's blowing up here uh, Jared is, says Jamie's the best hashtag Jamie loves Batman oh. Jamie to be the new host uh, <laughs> and then uh, yeah. <laughs> let's see here what did Slotty said Slotty says perhaps there's something is too much fun perhaps in reference to Batman movies because <laughs> bat roller skates
1: yeah <laughs>
2: I can't agree to that, but I respect the opinion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then someone's saying, uh, they saw on the internet, on Twitter, they're saying that Pattinson can play Batman, but Bale can't play Edward.
2: Oh, that is a fact right there. That is a fierce fact. <laughs> oh my god, you, ugh, Bale's Edward, oh, I'd die. I'd never want to see that in a million years. I'd rather see any other Batman. I'd rather see Val Kilmer play Edward. <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: and to that, Doug goes. Have you seen Newsies? Have you
0: seen Newsies? He did a phenomenal job at Newsies. It's the only musical I like. that liked. Bale you know, could be Edward.
2: I've never seen the movie. I've only seen the Broadway show. But yeah. I don't like Christian Bale. It's not, it's not personal. It's not, I've this my personal. Man, I. This sounds personal.
0: Bear your beef right now, Jamie. I
2: don't, I don't like American Psycho. <laughs> um, I I don't um I don't, I don't like the Batman. The um Batman. Uh, the Batman. Um, There's something else I know that's trickling out of me. He's an okay Laurie Little Women, but I prefer the new Little Women, so I don't know.
3: The new Little yeah. Women was fucking amazing.
2: It is. I can't amazing. even talk about that enough. Are you kidding me? Oh, my
3: God. I've never seen Little Women.
2: If you're going to watch one, watch the new one. That's. Oh, that's I mean, advice. Jill it, bought it,
0: but she hasn't watched it yet either, so it's it's definitely... On our thing, but I'm always like, I'm like, is that any good? Because I watched it, and I'm like, well, let me know.
2: <laughs> you know, I'm not going to say in case you don't know. Do you know what actor shows up halfway through Little Women?
0: Hold on, I'm going to get it. Um, uh, who, who could it be? Who could it be? Hang on, I've got it. Kurt Russell.
2: No, it is. I'm not going to tell you because it's just a delightful surprise. Sean Connery, and you'll never guess it. <laughs> um, wait, what'd she say?
3: <laughs> Sean, Sean Connery is who he guessed.
2: His, it's his 90th birthday today.
3: Happy birthday, no Sean Connery! Happy birthday, Sean! <laughs> yes, yeah, Sean. Yeah, the old Scott. <laughs>
0: Etoyo seven says Bale would have found a vampire to get bitten for for that role. <laughs> the
3: man is the man is quite me- uh, method. Yes, <laughs> I,
2: I, I have method acting is. A- if somebody like went to like did theater much of their life method actually gets under my skin
1: we get it (laughs) my god
2: just like just rehearse a bit more come on
0: Uh, so yeah the idea of being in character all the time this is this makes no sense but it almost seems lazy in a sense of they're like look i'm in it and i don't want to get out of it okay yeah i'm just gonna stay here i
1: think it's an
2: It's just like, my character's an asshole, so I'm going to be an asshole all the time. Fuck you.
0: Yeah, it just seems weird. You know, like, I respect it because, you know, most of the times you see it, you know, for the most part on screen or whatever. It's just like, wow, this person's. Really into it, but you know, I heard Geraldo was a real peach to be around for uh, Suicide Squad as the Joker.
3: You know, just
2: yeah, oh yeah, but, and, and and look how that turned out. <laughs>
3: so I think the best story I heard about method acting—I I don't know if this is true—but I love the story is that it was on Marathon Man. Dustin Hoffman had to play that he had just gotten done running, and so he went and he ran a mile around the set, and he got back. And Lawrence Olivier has asked him, he goes, "Why did you? Why did you go do that?" And he goes. Well, I needed to be out of breath. So it looked like it was running. And Lawrence Olivier turns to him and goes, try acting next time. Because <laughs> Hoffman supposedly this method. And Olivier is like, you're an idiot.
0: <laughs> I love that so much. Like, those yeah. people are like, just, just try harder next time. <laughs> the thing
3: you were hired for.
0: Yeah. yeah. So um, I, you know, talking about some of the other, like, I didn't, I guess I had heard that Paul Dano was going to be in the movie, but I love Paul Dano. I think he's an un, uh, unsung hero in the acting world. He's phenomenal. Like, I just enjoy him so much in everything he does. Um, he's playing the Riddler, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, terrifying. I'm super excited for this portrayal of the Riddler. Um, nothing wrong with Jim Carrey. I mean, Jim Carrey did his his thing, and you know what? For what that was... You know, he, he, he did his thing. It's like, cool. That's, that's a version of the Riddler. is what Doug it is. Doug
3: will not give any cred or credit to that role. Did you hear how he, Just Carrey, he, he played the Riddler and he, he acted. And that was in the movie.
0: I was stating facts. <laughs> he was there. He got paid for his time. And then he showed up on screen as right. the contract stated.
2: God, you sound like Tommy Lee Jones. Uh. They
3: needed each other. <laughs> they needed each other. <laughs> oh,
2: Tommy Lee Jones hated Jim Carrey.
3: You know they what? That, that tracks. I feel like that tracks completely. Tommy Lee Jones
0: seems like just maybe a level or two under Harrison Ford as far as curmudgeoniness. Like I imagine, you know, Harrison Ford's the the king of like, what do you want? Go away. I want to. I want to be left alone.
2: still <laughs> uh, <laughs> Show up and do his job. I feel like like you wouldn't get Tommy Lee Jones at any kind of Batman Forever reunion. (laughs) Yeah. Whereas (laughs) fine, I'll be in Tross. I'll do it. Um, But I think that's the main difference.
3: Yeah, I Uh, think. Go ahead. Sorry, E207 said, "Are we going to acknowledge Colin Farrell as Penguin?" Holy
2: crap! I assume we were saving the best topic for last.
0: Um, yeah, so he's in it, but I, so I saw you post a, a screenshot from the trailer as, you know, cause I was like, where's Colin Farrell? I didn't see it, but you, you posted that picture and I was like, oh shit, is that supposed to be him? And then I saw the nose and everything. I'm like, oh, I guess that is the penguin. That's interesting.
2: It literally like at my job. So it's, you know, my job's job to break these stories. Um, so we saw the trailer a little bit before everyone else did and um and in our little work chat i was like no penguin because colin farrell is my man i loved this man since i was 13 and um uh, before then when was american outlaws 11 Since so i was 11 but but so um so I was like, no, Penguin, ever at my job was like, no, Penguin. And then the trailer came out again, and I saw the picture of him. I'm like, no, 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 Job, that's Colin Farrell. Um, and, and I'm like, and I look deep into the eyes, because I know his eyeballs. And um, so then, like, I had to real quick, like, write up a new article, because I already wrote, there's no Colin Farrell in the trailer. And then I had to write a whole, like, a new, there is Colin Farrell the <laughs> <laughs> uh, But the But they, um, they did, the, the, those prosthetics are really good.
3: Yeah, Um, amazing.
2: It's like that looks good. It's not. It's still, you know. Again, my Danny DeVito is kind of more my style in terms of ridiculousness, but um, I can't wait. Like, I can't like Colin Farrell being ugly. Who knew? Um, so (laughs)
3: blasphemy, (laughs) blasphemy. Well, I am interested to see too, like how they take these characters because the Danny DeVito's obviously was very cartoony as as was most of the stuff back then so very comic booky if you will and i'm very curious to see how they're going to take something like the penguin and really just shove them into the real world what does that look like you know
0: well i mean yeah go ahead go ahead jamie
2: I feel like Matt Reeves uh, um, has like talked about how um, like it's really early in his, he's like a mob boss and he doesn't, he doesn't like being called penguins. So he hasn't really embraced it yet. Um, there's also um, like a an onset leak photo of Colin with like bleach blonde hair. Hmm. So I'm curious hmm. if there, we're going to see like a pre happened to his face or if that's like was maybe that colin was just walking around with bleach blonde hair that day who, who knows he's colin farrell um, do you think
3: he was doing grindelwald meets no no okay oh, well, no.
2: well in a perfect world where he played grindelwald and johnny depp didn't play grindelwald but unfortunately <laughs> we don't live in that world
3: wait so. you
0: don't like johnny depp as grindelwald
2: we i don't like johnny as <laughs> anything first of all but oh, second man. of all I have Colin so many Farrell follow-up questions. Would, <laughs> would be infinitely better Grindelwald. And in a perfect world, um, she who will not be named because we hate her now would allow <laughs> uh, Jude Law Dumbledore to actually be outspokenly gay and that, oh, Grindelwald is my more than a friend. Are you kidding me? Um, so in a perfect world, Colin Farrell and Jude Law are kissing on screen as Dumbledore and Grindelwald, but unfortunately that's not the reality we live in.
0: Yeah, I was. I think I talked about this when we talked about uh, uh, the the Grindelwald. Is just that the the way they portrayed their relationship was either super heavy on the nose, but almost like off. Like if I don't know how the best way to describe it. Like they were like these guys are gay, but they also like pulled up short. You know, like <laughs> they had like this quick flash sequence where they're like holding hands, like as they're doing their blood yeah. pact. And then they just cut away, and it's just like yeah. you guys are almost there. Right. Just do it. It's like the movie <laughs> Alexander a- with Colin Farrell, right? Where they were really alluding to these Greek guys like to fuck, but you know, there's a part where I think Jared Leto comes up and you know massages Colin Farrell's shoulders, and I was like, okay, here we go. This is where this is where the fucking happens, and then it doesn't happen. And I was like, right. I thought I had heard that there's okay. like some dude on dude action in this movie. It never happened, which is also if you're gonna sh- if you're gonna film it and not put it in the edit, that kind of sucks. You know what I mean? But it's just like, it was the same thing where I'm like, Hey, just commit to it. All right. We've already come out and said Dumbledore is gay. Like, let's just embrace it. But we don't also have to make it like
2: Like, ridiculous. Just saying it is meaningless. Show Mm -hmm. it. And you know, you brought up the the mirror of Erised thing where they, they touch. They do the blood pact. You know that when you look into that mirror, you're supposed to see the thing you desire most in the world. And you're telling me that D- Dumbledore, a gay man, the thing he wants to do is swap blood like this? No, that's not what Dumbledore wants to do. Dumbledore wants to do a
3: little bit of this. Um, uh, a little bit of-
0: For those who are listening, there's some just pelvic action taking place right yeah. now.
3: Hold on. Tell us. <laughs> Tell more us about what should Dumbledore. be happening.
2: Yeah. Together they touch mouths and their and their wands stick out. And okay, listen, I could do this all day, but maybe I shouldn't.
0: I just, I, I, I'm so glad you brought that up because I. It was just one of those things where I'm like, look, we know what this is. Just, just own up to it, but also don't make it such like a dramatic thing. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's, it's kind of like I think uh, we did an episode on the uh, the new uh, Dark Crystal series on Netflix, right? Yes. And right. how the women characters in that film are just like there's the matriarch. Of one of the, the gal the the Gelfs the whatever they're called. I don't even remember now, My but God, it's been so long. I was I so into it. Yeah. yeah. And there's just like, there exists, they're in power because this is what their culture is. I can understand exploring Dumbledore's sexuality a little bit more because at that time, right. It's what the twenties, the thirties, I don't know. The timeline yeah. is all screwy at this point. Who even knows? But to just, you know, to make a big point, but then also to fall short is just that's always like, Oh, you guys missed your shot on that. That's unfortunate. Yeah.
2: It makes more sense now, though, now that we know who's writing this movie and what a piece of shit she is. So it like, it, it all kind of makes sense, at least. Um, and that is why I endorse not seeing Fantastic Beasts 3. Because you know what? It's not just that she sucks, it's that those movies aren't very good anyway.
0: I am kind of with you on that one. Like I watch him, I'm just kind of like I feel.
3: It's almost to me, it kind of feels like the Star Wars prequels. You know, we're trying to reinvent, it's missing that magic of the, and no no pun intended, but it's missing that magic of the first when it the first movies. Yeah, we're, we're
0: over explaining things um, that don't need to be over explained, and uh, there was a real opportunity to explore some stuff. But really, the question I want to ask you, Jamie, is how does Dumbledore go from wearing a three piece suit to being a robe guy? in such a short amount of time in the wizarding world? You
2: know, um, it's not, his clothes is not the question in my mind. It is how did he age like that? Uh, because in *Potion*, in Harry Potter um, and the Half-Blood Prince, we flash back to the 50s and he is old man Dumbledore. So like what happened in 20 years that he went from Jude to like, to like Richard Harris? Like
3: I'll tell you, you what it is. When you're not allowed to express yourself in an honest way that eats at you, your soul starts to starts to age more rapidly, and uh, you turn into old man Dumbledore. That's
2: the best answer I've ever heard, and that's my new. <sighs> On question. top of
3: that, he has to duel the person he loves.
0: You uh, know, yes. yeah. We-
2: that be so much better to watch oh like you get like we know oh they're God, yes. we get this, like passionate like they're not gonna fuck on screen because it's harry potter and it's still for kids but like we can see them kiss gently um and so like you see them like oh we're kissing and we love each other and then like an hour later they're dueling. That's cinema but
1: we don't
0: I'm just going to go real quick timestamp this here. I think this will be a good thing to do for the old highlight reel. I think that'll be wonderful.
3: Uh, Slotty says, Doug, you seem like a guy who would go full robe in a heartbeat if it were socially acceptable. You
0: know what? I'm not really a robe guy, to be honest with you. Like it's one of those things where um it surprises me. Here's the thing. It's gotta be a robe that's really gonna stay closed. I haven't ever worn a robe that doesn't just come undone. At that point, it's like, hey, look at my balls. Like Why uh, am I even
3: wearing this? Doug, why are we can doing wear it? Wear things underneath the robe. You've then what's that, right? the
0: point? What's the point? I wanna feel the nice, comforting fabric on my nethers. Alright. Jamie, Jamie will drink to that. <laughs>
3: I'm kind of curious to hear what your thoughts were about the rest of the stuff that came out uh, from, what is it, under the DC fandom, whatever the fuck they're calling it.
2: That was, DC fandom was amazing. Like, I'm more of a Marvel gal, but I, like, I was impressed with DC fandom. Um, They nailed that shit. Like, Marvel, take note. Let's do a Marvel version of that, please. Um,
3: So what, what, uh, like, what, so we'll just kind of go through rapid fire. Uh, Wonder Woman uh, 1984
2: um so uh it, i i am an affront to my gender but i don't really like the first wonder woman movie i think okay. the cast is amazing amazing but as a movie it's not my favorite i think this movie is going to be amazing i'm just jazz- Kristen wig as a villain are you kidding yes pedro pascal in anything yes please um uh, i'm just so excited chris, chris pine is back because i'm uh, chris pine is great and Gala's, she's great right in this role it's not her fault i don't like the first movie it's not at all and um, i'm excited to see their chemistry again um in the 80s again the 80s are colorful and fun and that's like again my one requirement of these types of movies so i Very think I'm point. Yeah. about it and cheetah looked good because we hadn't seen her as in the cheetah yet and right. um, it wasn't too catsy as as uh, <laughs> so I, I i have high hopes
0: real quick uh what didn't you like about the first wonder woman movie
2: um so uh the i thought the third act was uninteresting um uh, the, the way it all c- c- came together um i think i, I tweeted this once as a joke but it's like it literally like the say I, i'm uh, the first avenger like both movies end with an actor named chris playing a guy named steve in a plane during a world war da- crashing and like sacrificing himself like, okay i've seen this before <laughs> um i think, I think that because at that point Zack snyder had mostly made the dc movies i think that Patty Jenkins was kind of beholden to his visual style a little and I do not care for Zack Snyder movies it's not not personal again I just his visuals um, I've never liked ever since 300 it's just not for me and so I felt that it was just a little too Snydery um, at, point, at points um, but I love the cast uh, all, everything about the cast so we're, that's who's coming back I'm ready I'm into it I'm excited
0: yeah I agree Wonder Woman um, had a really good premise that I feel like it just didn't deliver on You know, the idea that, you know, killing one person isn't going to, you know, solve your problems, but then she kills one person and it solves all the world's problems. Also followed up with she kills the god of war and then the war ends. But then it's like, well, World War Two definitely happens. Vietnam definitely happens. You know, like, you know. Can anyone oh, yeah. explain that? Like, so, but anyway, you know, it would it, it definitely had some flaws story-wise, but I liked, there were some elements that I really enjoyed, but I also don't really enjoy fish out of water movies too much, you know, because that's where they get the comedic effect where she's, you know, here's this woman in 1900s in England and she's just like, what's up with these dresses? It's like, ah, I, okay, got it. You know, it's just. I'm like, this is a, she was a little too overt for me for someone who's like a warrior who would seem to be more like on guard, but she's just like wandering through like, Oh, look a baby. It's like, okay. All right, cool. (laughs) Comedy. I know we got to throw it in here, but I'm like, all right, whatever. But great moments in that movie. So I agree. I think I'm looking forward to, what's that?
2: (laughs) Oh, Lucy Davis, I think was amazing in the movie. Yeah. Um, So
1: yeah.
3: Yeah, I I, the first trailer did not have me excited for Wonder Woman uh, 1984, but the second trailer completely flipped my my outlook on. I'm like, OK, I can see where this is going. First trailer annoyed me, actually, because I was like, wow, they're really ham fisting some of this humor. Mm-hmm. And this one I was like, OK, like it's a you can start to see where they're weaving some of the moments in. And it's a little bit more organic They're using the time period. So I was I was I was much more excited for this one and with the Kristen Wiig thing. I love the fact I like when actors stretch themselves and they take on roles that we've never seen them in before. We've seen her do like a dramedy role with the skeleton twins, but we've never seen her go like full on like evil, like, or and again, I know evil from a comic book realm, but still it's going to be a completely new, hmm. you know, a side of, of wig that we haven't seen. So I mean, I'm interested to see that. Uh, what about, um, I mean, Oh, what, what? I just
2: hope we're going to talk about Suicide Squad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I didn't actually see or hear anything about it from that. I only I saw a minimum amount of stuff. So wh- tell me about Suicide Squad. Tell me what's going on um, with it. Uh, Break the one, news.
2: What a good <laughs> I mean, uh, it's such a fun, good cap. We got to learn who everybody's playing, except we still don't know who's Shikku's King Shark. We know Steve uh, Adji. Is that you say a little same? Sure. Name Steve yes. Adji um he he's he was the onset king shark but we don't know who voices him and we still don't know who taika wahidi is playing so some people think that he's voicing king shark but i don't think that's true i think taika is going to be the villain but we don't know yet um, oh, I like that. but here's that. i mainly only care about harley quinn uh birds of prey is changed i changed my life i love that movie so much and um i was really worried james gunn was going to digress her her character development from that movie but the new footage showed her old property of joker tattoo now says property of no one so Mm. that gives me hope that he's going to do good by her but also apparently um there's more explosions than every marvel movie combined i feel like
3: (laughs) i'm
2: sure that's what he said um did michael
3: bay co-produce this (laughs)
2: uh uh, so and then um uh and and the producer compared it to like a 70s war movie Hmm. which Hmm. i'm comfortable about that but but i i it does it does like have that like they're in the kind of a jungly thing exploding and guns um i I, some people it's too many characters i've read some of my friends like it's too much but i love a big cast um and i trust James Gunn but you know what's funny he kept saying over and over again this is my best movie I've ever had the most funny fun I've ever had the best cast I've ever worked with and it's like dude you're about to go back to Guardians 3 like (laughs) and they fought to
0: get
3: you
2: (laughs) back yeah like maybe like be a little mindful that you're about to go back to that cast because you are kind of shitting on them
0: yeah (laughs) No, yeah. I know what you mean about big casts. Like I'm I'm all for it as long as I get to care about them, right? I've seen so many Ooh. movies. Like again, the first Suicide Squad was just like I don't know these characters, I don't care about them. It was the same thing that happened with, like, Infinity War and, you know, Endgame. is like, there's so many characters, but I had hope for those because I'm like, I know who these characters are, so I don't need a lot of lead-up or whatever. They can all exist and show up. I'm like, cool. I don't need to know what's going on with Drax. Like, I already know. I, I know who he is. But it's like, if Captain Boomerang shows up, i like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, Slingshot. You know, or what was it, Slipknot? <laughs> that guy lasted, like, what, two minutes in the movie? Um, yeah, that movie was problematic to say the least. So I, I like James Gunn. I like his style. Um, and I, I'm curious to see, um, what he's going to do with it. So,
3: um, yeah. Uh, what about, we didn't see a lot, but I know on his Instagram account, he's been posting a shitload of like, uh, teasery stuff. Um, and mostly animated stuff, but the rock in black Adam, I'm actually very curious for this one
2: a lot about Black Adam um, in general, um, except that he's related in relation to Shazam. That's like it for what I know. But I, I do think it's cool that we saw the JSA Um, even though, again, I don't know a ton about them, but I like the idea that they're going to be involved somehow. Um, But uh, I love The Rock. And peop- anyone who says that The Rock plays every character in every movie has never seen Central Intelligence where he's wearing a unicorn shirt. <laughs> the whole movie can silly movie. <laughs> It's like it's a movie where he's the goofy one, and Kevin Hart is the straight man, and I think that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. Movie. Absolutely. And it was written by Ike Barinholtz, who I think is a comedic, great comedic guy. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, huh. um, a big big Ike fan. Um, but I, 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 it's the Rock. It's finally time. The Rock deserves to be in, like a, a hero or an anti yeah. antihero um, in any capacity, and I'm, I'm I'm stoked for it. But I yeah. uh, see he keeps like I promise it's going to be amazing. But you know. We'll
3: see. I, I'll i say that I was talking to uh, what we have. Our, our DC guy who we always have on is, is Rob Ballmeyer. And I was talking to him earlier today about this. And one of the things I had said was that I I Im- implicitly trust The Rock when he like when he gets his hands on a property because seven bucks production, his production company is helm is one of the people helming this. And so I, I feel like he really has a good feel for how to make a fun, like very watchable action movie. And I. I don't think he's led us astray yet. Like Doug will will back us up. Like Rampage is one of Doug's favorite movies. It's sitting in his Apple It's sitting in his Apple account right now.
2: Neither have I. I I
3: But a fan of this
0: podcast bought it for me because I was like, why the fuck did they make this movie? You know, nothing against, you know, the rock. But I was just like, this is based on a video game that was eh.
3: Hell I was yeah. Like,
0: I was just like, what the fuck? So as in, An as, arcade game, Doug. I'm sorry, an arcade game. There was also something I played on the Nintendo Entertainment System when I was a kid. And I ranted and raved on it for so long that someone bought it for me. And I was like, uh, I have to accept this. But I scroll by it all the time. My daughter always goes, hey, Dad, that's your movie. And I was like, we haven't watched it. She, she said, that's the gorilla movie. That's Dad's movie. I'm like, all right. She's like, do you Hell like yeah, it? Man. I'm like, I haven't watched it, Natalie. Maybe someday you and I can watch it together. I don't know.
2: You have to watch it. Someone paid a good two ninety nine so that you could
1: have it.
0: That's why I accepted it. The person was like, "I was afraid he wouldn't take it." I'm like, "You bought me a movie. I'm going to take it now. When, when I watch it is up to me. That's on my right. time." So
2: that to be a whole episode, a whole critique.
0: We I talked mean, about it. I yes,
2: I'm telling you,
3: because Justin um, hasn't seen it either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know. Watch party. <laughs> But, uh, no, I'm very, I, and and the fact that he's taking it from like a wrestling perspective and he's calling out the rest of the people in the DCEU and he's just like the, the power structure has shifted and they'll basically watch your asses. I'm like, this could be fun because he knows how to drum up that, like. That friction. He and Kevin Hart do it all the time. They're constantly at each other. And I love it. I
2: write yeah. about that a lot of work. Um, like if it's a slow news day, it's like Kevin Hart took a jab at the Rock today. <laughs> and it's, it's
0: so yeah, yeah. Those two get along. I love the shit they talk to each other. It's it's really funny. Etoy yeah. says I would totally watch party rampage with you guys. That would be awesome. <laughs> Boom.
3: I think we're starting to see a, f- a plan form here, guys. Oh no. Yeah.
2: I love it. Uh, Count me in.
3: Uh, And then can we... (laughs) (laughs) Can we uh, also just real quick uh, talk about... Maybe you can shed some light on this. I didn't know if Snyder was doing like... In his Snyder cut, is he doing like a lighthouse-esque version? Why is it in 4 by 3 What the fuck was going on with the hodgepodge, all these clips... Explain it to me like I'm five because I feel like that's my IQ level after I watched this trailer.
2: Okay, as someone again, as we've previously discussed, not a Snyder fan, so every Holy. DC Snyder movie I've only seen once. Um all I know is that it's hilarious that he picked that song because he already used it as a sex scene in Watchmen. Um also on oh, It's just like such a basic bitch move. Um and I and I'm trying I'm excited for the Snyder Cut fans. Like I'm excited for those guys. They worked hard to get this, and I respect <clears throat> that they're getting it. Um and I'll watch it because it's literally my job. But um it's a four hour movie. Like I just cannot unnecessary. How, like, I saw that movie and I could not tell you literally one thing that happens. Could not yeah. tell. You. Um, and, and, and I, and Joss Whedon's one of my favorite creators of all time. My, Buffy's my favorite show of all time. And uh, if, and if, and I know that right now we're, we're, he's a little questionable behind the scenes and that sucks. But um, that aside, if if whatever he did, couldn't do it for me, Zack Snyder is not saving this movie for me. Um, <laughs> Uh, the one thing that's cool that we saw is Iris West. We're gonna get to see Iris, which who wasn't in the other cut, which is the Flash's future wife. Um, <laughs> and uh, I guess we're seeing Darkseed. Yeah. Um Darkseid, I never know how to say I
3: it. I never either. Like, yeah. I think it was I was corrected specifically and I was told it was Darkseid. So I will never say it any other way.
2: Okay. I think it is, but it's spelled no it,
3: like- Exactly. Thank you. It's spelled yeah.
0: stupid. It's Darkseid. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh yeah, I uh, it's so all I know is it's four hours and uh I don't know you guys. I, I, I feel like
0: <laughs> You make it seem like you had like something to do with this and you feel guilty <laughs> about it.
2: Sorry, it's a <laughs> thing. That's such a big part of like it is such a big deal at my job. Like I have to write right. about it and I try to write with enthusiasm because those are the people reading the articles, but my god I could not care less about that. <laughs>
3: I just, I just want to know from a, I know no one's been able to answer this. Why is it in four by three?
2: Oh, I don't. I have no. Why I didn't the
3: even, fuck was it cropped?
2: I I, have, I I genuinely did not know that until you said it. So I, I'm sorry that I cannot answer that question. I can look in the back end of my work and see if we've written an article about it, but I. I don't if
3: you that. can find that for me, I would be forever grateful because it's so it. upsetting to me.
0: I've said it before and I'll say it again. Like I, I'm, I'm with Jamie on this. Like. Hey, I'm happy for the DC fans. You know, I just want to say, don't get your hopes up. I don't think this is going to be the answer to that movie for what it was. I don't care how much money you pour into that. You can only change it so much from what it originally was before you have a brand. It's like the ship of Theseus, guys. You know, let's let's go back to the paradox we had all those years ago when Jamie was on here. As you shave away at the boat, at what point does it just become a new boat? Is it the same boat? Who knows? I don't care. would they put $30 million into this? Like, yep. you're not going to be able to change it that much. Like, you can't... That movie, the story and everything was still bad, all right? And the, I, I stand by the shot of Batman holding his little plastic gun... And the final fight and when Superman shows up and he gives one of the dumbest reactions, which is like, oh, as like, you know, Superman shows up like I just. Oh, he bat cam right there. Just, oh, and actually, I think we used that screenshot on one of our episode thumbnails. Like, that's how much I hated him. Like, we're going to promote this. Yep. I just I just don't think it's going to be the answer. And I think anyone who's hoping for this to be. Oh, we're doing a new version of it. And like, no, you want a new movie. You're not going to get a new movie. This is going to be a longer movie. And there'll be a lot yeah. more stuff in it. And I hope it's better. I really do.
3: But don't get your hopes up. That's what I would so say. So two things on that. One, Slotty said, my favorite part is the Cavill's $30 million non-mustache. So basically, I'm wondering how much of that $30 million they actually applied to the lip. Yeah. It's my question. Number someone- two. Go ahead, please. Keep
2: going. I just want to say, I love Mission Impossible so much. I mean, I love those movies. I've, in quarantine, I think I've watched each movie at least three times.
3: Um,
2: <laughs> and I, as someone who loves Fallout and could care less about the rest, I'm like, give me Cavill doing anything else. I think it's hilarious that that is what ruined the movie, is that his Mission Impossible. This was not an interesting comment. I just wanted to let that know. What's the second question? Oh,
3: no, I was just going to say, <laughs> Because Snyder has gone on record saying that uh, he's like, what you guys saw was only a quarter of what I shot. And so presumably, Doug, we will be getting a quote unquote new movie because there's that much footage. I'm sure
0: there's a lot of footage out there of a lot of different movies that wasn't used. I mean, I don't think it's good.
3: You are correct. There is a lot of footage of a lot of movies that wasn't used.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I hope $30 million stitches all together in Zack <laughs> Snyder's favorite way. Uh, Jermis says, Jamie loves Mission Impossible.
3: Marry me? <laughs> oh, Jared. Uh, I, <laughs> the, if you guys do have the chance or anyone listening does have the chance, there's an article. If I can find it, I'll post it on the MindGap socials. But. Uh, there's there was an article written that actually goes through in details the the what happened in the the back rooms uh, with his mustache, how each movie company was trying to out negotiate the other one. Wow. Like so whoever was doing Mission Impossible was like, nope, you guys have to digitally remove it. And then Warner was like, OK, what if we remove it, but then we pay you so you guys can digitally put it back on. And they are like, no, what if? And there was, all, there was a legitimate, like, this was some executive. He put on his three-piece suit, you know, and and then there was, you know, like, he went into it and he goes, okay, here's what I'm doing today. I'm fucking negotiating for Henry, Ca- Henry Cavill's lip hair. That's what my day is. I find it amazing because that sounds like a sketch,
0: right? That sounds like an Onion article of, like, negotiations and, <laughs> High, uh, high levels are taking place today over Henry Cavill's mustache.
3: <laughs> all these all these uh, businessmen and women who went to Harvard, really fucking fancy degrees, and they're arguing over a lip broom. Yay. So, basically, we got a lot of shit to look forward to with DC. A lot of shit coming out. Yeah. What are you more that's excited for, the DC stuff or
0: the potential Marvel stuff that's coming around the corner?
3: yeah
2: um well as doug you and i discussed earlier um elizabeth olson is my wife um and so the fact that we're getting wandavision and not only is it a show starring my favorite woman on the planet i've seen every movie she's ever made that's not an exaggeration i'm obsessed with her um uh Sh- not only is she starring in this show, but it's like you're doing a bunch of sitcom homages. It's like they catered this program. This is Jamie perfect.
0: This is your perfect show. <laughs> I, I now it just dawned uh, on me. I'm like, this is perfect uh, for you.
2: Not only that, but if, if you were to say, Jamie, who in the Marvel Cin- Cinematic Universe are you? Like, which character are you? I would easily say Dar- Darcy Lewis. And we have not seen her since Thor 2. And she's coming back for Wanton Division. <laughs> And Katherine is not it. I'm just so that I WandaVision. Give it to me all day. And then she's gonna be in Doctor Strange 2, directed by Sam Raimi. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you yeah. kidding me? With
0: that <laughs> Your energy is like palpable. I feel I'm so excited for Doctor yeah. Strange too. I'm like, yes! I really want to see that movie. That's so good. Jervis goes, Oh, I see, she's already married. Sorry, buddy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. Hey man. Uh, all about Elizabeth. That's why I'm into to L.A. just to meet Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> yeah.
3: That'd be Sorry, amazing. Slotty also said, uh, what are you doing at work today, honey? I'm going to war about a mustache. I'll be home <laughs> late. <laughs> oh, the mustache wars. It could have like multiple meetings, but
0: I love that. Right. They, that should be a, a, a movie. The mustache wars. <laughs>
3: it's like the sequel
0: to the emu wars. Oh, don't come on, man. The, the yeah, Australians yep. have been through enough. Jamie, did you know that, in uh, I'm the, sorry, guys. I did this. In the uh, early to mid-1900s, there were emus in Australia, and they actually had a war with the humans, and the emus won.
2: What? That's amazing. Where's that movie? Like,
0: yeah, right? <laughs>
3: Jared, where's apparently, that movie? Apparently, emus are also bulletproof. Yeah, they are highly resistant to bullets. Like, Yeah, figure that one out. They're yeah. terrifying I mean, like, birds. Uh,
0: they, all I know is that the machine gun squads... <laughs> Yeah, they they would they would fire like the machine guns at them. Now part of it is their machine guns would jam and they weren't very good, but the emus like was just soaked up the bullets and like kept on going. So
3: they turned them back into raw energy. <laughs> <not a relationship. laughs>
0: they took the kinetic energy and they just fired it back tenfold. Right.
3: You remember X Men First Class, right? It's basically
0: that as emus. That's yeah. what I mean. That's really what that character's based on is on emus. So right. Oh my god! This is a great moment. I'm glad we got to have yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Uh, other great moment. I hear that the uh, Powerpuff Girls is possibly or on the okay. slate to become a live action movie with executive producer Diablo Cody. How amazing is that? Love it. <laughs> I have to admit, I've never seen the Powerpuff Girls, but That's, um, that surprises me. I mm, okay. Um, it came out. Uh, wait, why you is that? I have a daughter, but she watches Avatar: The Last Airbender. Which who am I to tell her no to that? I mean, oddly enough, not a big fan of Legend of Korra. Kind of surprised. I think it's got a little more scarier for her for some reason. That first season, she's like, I don't, eh, I'm not a fan. I'm like, okay.
2: I'm sorry to so change the subject, but have you shown her Steven Universe? I have not. Okay, that's my favorite, and I'm and I'm gonna say throw that down right next. Try her with that one. You got it. That's I'm open to
0: everything. She loves Avengers. She loves Endgame. You know she's totally into that stuff. So she, my favorite thing is when she watches Black Panther and they're at the like uh, the the Challenge Day scene and all like the characters are kind of doing this while they're chanting. She does that along with the TV. She's like, am mm, mm. like doing that. I'm like, that's my girl. <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh, yeah.
1: Cute. I remember
2: when she was born.
0: I know, right? Because that was around. Yeah, that happened. That happened when we were doing conservatory. Yeah, that was four and a half years ago. <laughs>
2: She's a real human
0: now. Yeah. Oh, she is a little adult. Yeah, That's she amazing. has thoughts and feelings about a lot of things. She watched the Batman trailer <laughs> no. and said, Dad, this is boring. And I said, get the fuck out of the room. <laughs> I was like, Jill, get her out of, here. I, get her out of here. I would love her review of Steven Universe, so let me know. Well, I t- tell you what, she'll give you a review of some of the shows she watches on Netflix, like Spirit. She loves that. It's about it's a show about a horse. Uh, she also okay. likes Octonauts. And, uh, you know, she likes some other stuff, some other movies, some things that I'm like, do we have to watch this right now? Schindler's List. Schindler's List, big fan. Schindler's List, <laughs> right. big fan. She right. really gets it. She yeah. gets the atrocities of the human condition. And then goes Octonauts. Creature report. Creature report. Dad, did you know dolphin mothers know the sound of their baby? Like instantly they know exactly where it is, where they make noise. They know it's that. that's their baby. I'm like, you're fucking smart. You're a smart fucking kid. I didn't even know that, child. Yeah, yeah right. She tells us all so, sorts of stuff. Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, that's a show that's becoming live action and people are excited about it. Hey uh, uh, J- Jamie, did you have Justin? You
3: two familiar with Powerpuff Girls? I I know of them. I know there are th- they they were three different colors and that's all I know. Mhm. And they have power. They are like they punch. I, it's
2: I, true. I definitely watched some Powerpuff Girls when I was younger. Um, it was not a obsession or anything it was no like power rangers um but it but i I, enough that like i am jazzed a live action but it's not just like a live action they're in their 20s and they're jaded because they lost their childhood to being powerpuff girls are you kidding me that sounds amazing and if one of them isn't queer i'm gonna be pissed um i'd imagine it would have to be the brunette who's i i don't remember which bubbles is the blonde is buttercup is the brunette i think sure Um, uh, um she better be queer or I'll, or I'll not watch it. If one of them is not kissing women, I'm out. But um but it's the CW, I have no doubt that's happening. Um but, but Diablo Cody um is great. And I think that's I like I assume she's also gonna be writing for the show. Um and I and I'm into it. And I, I like the way the CW like I enjoy Riverdale immensely. It gives me <laughs> kind of feeling that twilight gives me just like this pure joy of these ridiculous teens doing ridiculous things and i'm so invested in how silly it is um and i'm i'm ready for this program and i hope that it uh comes to fruition and is a success
0: i'm excited for it just because i love the idea of i mean because there was that unauthorized uh, film of like the Power Rangers, right? That was like what happened after the Power Rangers. It was like a 15-minute short. If it's you amazing. haven't seen it Jamie, it's on YouTube. Check it out. It's got uh James Vanderbeek. Uh it's got um oh, what's her name? She played uh Starbuck in the newer version of uh yeah. Yes, she's in it. Um it's it's phenomenal. It's like oh. these teenagers who were traumatized by what they saw and what actually happened to them. Fucking awesome. And the Hello? people, the people who made it, were like, "This is not cool." Like the original uh, owners of the copyright, this is not cool. This is not what the Power Rangers are. I'm like, "This is what they would be if teenagers were thrown into intergalactic battles," you know. And then they were told, "Like, deal with it." I'm like, "Yeah." Like that that is a far more interesting story to me, is like, hey, you had these powers, you fought stuff and now what? It's almost like a child celebrity, right? That's just yeah. is given this power, this fame, this money, and then they have to deal with the consequences after the fact. It's like, what do you do? Like that's gotta be psychologically scarring to you, which I find fascinating. I am
2: yeah. into it. I'm so into it. <clears throat> yeah. And I this is a this sad. is
3: an iteration. I would probably watch the Powerpuff Girls. I don't think I'd get a lot of the a lot of the
0: backstory, but I'm like, ah, oh, check it out, you know.
2: I, I dabble. Yeah, I'm like maybe watch Powerpuff Girls because like I haven't seen it probably since it was on, and yeah. I'm like, always looking for an excuse to watch it. So I'm like, maybe I'll I like how like I like they gotta have the monkey dude back, right? Like what? Like I'm just so interested. Oh, right. how this movie left. Like they like I, um, and then the professor guy, like he's gotta be like a handsomey kind of um suave sexy like uh what's his name who plays carlisle in twilight why can't i think of his name um oh mike dexter why can't i think of his name oh god no that's not it michael Um, c hall no uh
3: hank
2: stork Stork (laughs) Storkblatt! Once a man being like, but like, are they estranged from him? Like, he's got to play an important role, and I'm interested to see if like, do they hate him? Um, what's what's his deal? Uh, I don't know. This whole concept is very fascinating to me, and I'm looking forward to it.
3: James Martson? Marsden, Marsden. No, okay. What? That might be who? No, (laughs) he wouldn't be in Twilight. He was. was... Carlisle was the best part of Twilight. I feel like you and Jared are like Charlie
2: is the best part of Twilight. Charlie. Wait, Billy
3: Burke. someone said yeah. it is james marsden
2: james marsden does not play carlisle
3: no. james
2: marsden like as an x-men in westworld james yeah yeah no.
3: carlisle <laughs> uh twilight er- i spelled carlisle yeah, very wrong <laughs>
2: um, he's mike dexter and can't hardly wait it's um
3: paid by peter fasalini
2: Myself for forgetting. Um, yes, or (laughs)
3: Fatellini. One of the
2: two. I picture him as like the as the professor, is all I'm saying. But maybe he's too young. I don't know. I don't know.
3: (laughs) I'm very (laughs) excited. That's all I know. Powerpuff. I'm
0: I'm excited at how excited you are, Jamie. And that's just like seriously, like your energy about all this stuff just makes me happy. I'm like, I'm excited too. This is so cool. I do have a lot. Of,
2: like, that's all I have going for me. Like I get excited about the easiest shit.
0: No, that's good because you know what Like I get? It's nice to find this, this world is dark and full of terrors right now. And uh, to have, to, to find something like a movie trailer or something that brings you joy or to hear like a story. Like I, I think you got to balance between, you know, uh, escapism, like, all the way, like, I don't want to deal with this, and then also, like, you know, being around for the world, but also taking that weight off your shoulders, so uh, I, I get excited about this, I haven't been excited about some of the stuff in a while, because I feel like after Endgame, I'm like, I don't know what else is out there, I don't know what else anyone could do, this completed me, that whole yeah. thing, it was perfect, I'm like, everything else, whatever, but that, I can die now, I'm at peace, like,
3: <laughs> so I'm curious to see what else can sort of get me all jazzed up. So there's there was one other thing that came out from from the uh, DC is it DC Fandom? That's what it, that's it's called. What under the Dome. Yeah, Under the Dome. Yes. Uh, there's one more thing that came out from that, and it was it went flew very much under the radar, but I'm very curious to see what what your take is on it. I think it was called uh,
1: <laughs> the Throwdown. <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah. We have theme music for it now. (laughs) The last time you were here, I think we just screamed it. Yeah. That's what we did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. Last time we did
2: this, I didn't really know this this topic super well, so I'm a little nervous. Okay.
3: I think you're going to be okay on this one. Don't worry about it. We got (laughs) you. We we got your back. So today's throwdown, in honor of our very esteemed guest, today's throwdown is going to be... Agent Phil Colson versus Nick Fury. (laughs) 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 All right, Jamie, what do you think? Yeah, in a fight to the death. In a physical fight to the death.
2: Okay, so uh, honestly, okay, if we're up to date on current Nick Fury and current Phil Colson, hands down, no question, it's going to be Phil Colson because he now is an LMD with Chronicom technology. The man is a fierce robotic machine um, and he could take down you know, wh- wh- I'm sorry, Samuel Jackson, you're, you're a very badass person, but you're a human being. Um, and he couldn't stand a chance against c- the current Phil Coulson. If we're talking um, pre, um, uh, if we're going back to season five of agents of shield before he died, he'd still win because he's still got a robotic hand and he can do a lot of cool shit with it. Like get a captain America shield and stuff. If we're going back to season pre-season two Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when he's just regular old Phil Coulson, then maybe Nick Fury stands a chance. But no.
0: You don't think think Nick Fury could,
3: like, prepare for him? You know? Like, he's got to know about him and what his weaknesses are. Here's the thing. Let me just say this, okay? According to the comic books, Nick Fury's aging has been slowed greatly by the Infinity Formula, a serum created by Dr. Berthold Sternberg. He... Uh, he, uh, I don't know. I think it helps stave off dementia for a while. Uh, he, uh, I don't know. He's a, he's he's a spy. He knows. Okay, here we go. All right. I just had to get to it. Uh, he's seasoned in unarmed combat, uh, and armed combat. Uh, he was a heavyweight boxer in the army, holds a black belt in Taekwondo, a brown belt in jujitsu. He's further honed his unarmed skills, sparring with CAP. Bop, um, bop, 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 bop. Military <laughs> advisor. He's got all sorts of tact. He's a tactician. Uh, he's a weapons expert, you know, director of S.H.I.E.L.D. So he's got intel on everybody. Right. He's got what, level what's nine guy, access. I mean, uh, what you guy Coulson, got?
1: I'll,
2: I'll tell you Matt McKenzie is the current director of S.H.I.E.L.D., according to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you're probably right. And if, if Phil was still normal Joe Clark Gregg human man, yes, Nick I mean, obviously he's Samuel Jack. Yeah, we could beat him down. But <laughs> current Phil, where we where we last saw Phil Colson, he's literally a robot meets alien AI uh machine man. Like he's he's there's no contest. But if if we're going back a few years, you no know, obviously clearly
3: <laughs> couldn't well saying. i don't know so someone i did find a website where they put these two people against each other and they did give colson a shitload of of credit on here apparently expert martial artist expert marksman expert spy and a very adept at, uh a master tactician interrogator and um yeah so like he's got his stats are up there i i, I <laughs> was actually more surprised you know uh, uh, how how good he uh he actually is kind of thought he was i mean we saw what he did in the um convenience store right
1: mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and then in that
3: short right a funny yeah. thing happened on the way to Thor's hammer yeah. yeah so he can he can whomp some ass no doubt but is isn't, what he, i like, mean what is it
0: isn't nick fury like in charge of sword now i mean he's out in space you know he's got that spaceship. I mean,
3: probably i
2: mean yeah but you know what's you know what sucks um Agents of Shield ended in a way that it's very clearly Daisy Johnson running sword, but they're not allowed to use sword, so she's just in space, and they're they're like jokingly calling them the Astro Ambassadors, um, but it's like, it's, it's really sword, but it's not. But you're right, yeah. I, I would assume that the the ending we got in was it Far From Home um, is yeah. probably. Sam- Jackson doing some sword show I'm, and they're. I'm pretty sure they're going to have sword in WandaVision another reason why that's going to be the best show I've ever seen in my whole life um,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: uh, someone else asked Slotty says is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. considered canon I would assume so
2: great question um, I would love to answer that um, up until the very end of season five it is firm canon gets a little gray because they don't acknowledge the snap um, mm. but mm. the way that the way that um, the the final season ended, they kind of talk about the quantum realm, and there's a lot of time travel and stuff, so I think that um, we're still calling it canon, and we're just believing that the last two seasons are like they veered into a different timeline whether or not that's true questionable but um but I firmly say it's canon I mean the whole show um got I I loved it from the beginning but it got its real legs when it tied in with Winter Soldier um and it and it had a lot of references through that it even really referenced Infinity War but because season five they were it, it might have been canceled they didn't know they had to end it there they couldn't just end the series on a snap so they didn't acknowledge it and they came back a year later and they didn't i'm sure they didn't know at the time that end game would be five years later so it gets a little gray mm. But um i'm a firm believer that yes it is canon
0: nice slotty goes she suddenly turned into a trial lawyer this is not her first time with this question <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, so I, guess, an about
0: that. <laughs> I
3: guess where are we, Doug? What do you think? Where are we with these characters? Like, do you think it's Coulson? Is it bio Coulson, or is I it? I think uh, it's got to
0: be. I think it's them in their current state. Like, it's, it's okay. You know, Fury. I like to think that straight up, just fight right. Like Coulson will beat his ass, right? But I like to think that Nick Fury would have something up his sleeve. Like he's the kind of guy that's like mostly prepared for things. And um, I like to think that he would. And maybe he does. I mean, does it, is it established? I I didn't make obviously had to make it all the way through the uh, Ages of Shield, but is
2: which you? is the best show ever. <sighs> My third favorite show ever.
0: Um, <laughs> is Fury aware that Colson's still alive?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He shows up in season one. He knows Fury's alive. Um, or I'm I meant to
0: say yeah, but yeah. but does he know? Does he know that Colson
3: is like um. Like- he puts he puts Coulson in charge of rebuilding Shield. Right? Yeah.
2: Cool. yeah, so Fury shows up in like two episodes in season one, and then it's kind of after um, Winter Soldier happens and whatever. Um, Coulson becomes the director, and we don't really hear much about Fury. We talk; there, he's referenced a lot. Like, there's a lot of stuff about his toolbox in season two. Um, but, uh, but after that, we don't hear a lot about him, but interestingly, so the show and Mac, the character Mac played by Henry Simmons, he is the new director of SHIELD and it's funny because he, he, he's got this like big long coat and I asked him, I was like, did they do that on purpose? Like you've got like this Nick Fury look and he was like, no, actually I was supposed to look even more like Fury. And then they realized, oh, no, we don't want that. So that was like a toned down version. <laughs> um, but, but, um, uh, no, Fury is definitely knows the goings on but again the the show they weren't allowed to do a lot of stuff and they weren't even allowed to like reference loki's staff they wanted to have modok this last season and they were given the green light and it was taken away um like they there are just so many things they were not allowed to do which sucks as a marvel show but ultimately for me it's it's more of a whedon family show because Merce tantrone and jed whedon are the showrunners and jeffrey bell who who did most a lot of angel with Joss like it's it, to me it's like it's it's more of that than Marvel but it's still they, they they do as much as they can and there are a lot of cool stuff like season five there's a lot of Cree. um they get they they do what they can yeah uh, and impressive and and on their own like I I cannot talk up the show enough I I truly <laughs> I just got a big old tattoo in honor of an ending it's so good
0: that's amazing I love it so I'll say this I'd say it would ha- A lot would have to go in Nick Fury's w- favor for him to win. He would have to have as much advance notice. He would have to know a, a lot about – he'd have to know Colson inside out. I feel like if he has that intel, he can prepare for, uh, for Colson. But if he doesn't, I think Colson is just as intelligent, is cunning, he's very tactical. So yeah. I'd say unless Nick Fury has some sort of – Aces and sleeve, like Slotty says, he'll have an Iron Man suit ready once things get dicey. You know, if he, unless he has something at right. his disposal,
3: um, I'd say if these, if these two are just thrust into it, like are they around the corner and all of a sudden they're forced to fight each other.
0: Yeah, I'd give it to Coulson if if that was the case. So,
3: especially if it's bio Coulson, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. are we saying Agent Coulson for the win?
0: Yep. Agent Coulson. For the win! Was that one better, Jamie?
2: <laughs> yes, the last time I was real not 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 into it. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, we've come a long way.
2: <laughs> oh, cool, you guys, thank you. I, I feel like I talked a lot because sometimes I do podcasts and I'm not allowed to talk, so I maybe overcompensated. I appreciate you. Oh no, this is the exact podcast
0: where we're like, let's get let's get excited about this shit and yeah. let's talk about this. Like I I love your fervor because. You know, it also gets me like when you have when you have say something, I'm like, let's dive into that. Let's talk about Dumbledore. Like, <laughs> absolutely. let's talk about that shit. Um, <laughs> Slotty says we really prefer when these two get drowned out. Thanks, bud. <laughs> um, but this is the part of the show where we obviously we like to, you know, turn over to you. If there's anything you'd like to promote, uh, you know, if anyone wants to follow you, if there's anything you'd like to recommend, uh, the floor is yours.
2: Oh my goodness, nothing to really, uh, I, I like to tweet. So you can follow me on Twitter at Jamie Cinematics. Um, and obviously I just said it a million times, but you guys, I I know people like do not think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a good show, but I promise you it's amazing. Even if you have to start at season one, episode 17, fine, whatever. Start there. <laughs> um, you don't have to. I don't think so. I think it's all good. But um, it's, it is again, in my top three of all time, It's amazing. Um, Watch that. Other than that, um, you know, just um, uh, be socially conscious. um, Defund the police.
1: That's all I have to (laughs) say.
0: (laughs) Just going to slide that in there real quick. Just like, hey,
3: by the way, uh, bam.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's so good.
3: Justin, what do you got? Uh, I got three for you. Um, On Disney Plus, the Imagineering Story. Uh, it goes through the, um, it goes it goes through from when Disneyland was built, and then all the way up to today, and what they're looking at in the future, uh, specifically following the Imagineers, so the engineers who have figured out the math and the science behind the animatronics and all the rides and all the everything, and how when different regimes came in and they almost completely got taken away, and the parks almost shut down, and it's just a really, you know, Disney can be obviously an evil corporation but uh, I do think that this is an interesting because you really get to know the people that worked on the parks and it's kind of interesting to hear their story um the first episode I was like this is all right and then after the second one I binged the next four because I just got hooked so it's a it's a good show um I'd also recommend Old Guard on Netflix uh I thought that was I was blown away with how much I actually liked it uh, I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's going to be a good action movie. It was really fucking good, and then I actually kind of like. It was predictable, but I kind of liked *An American Pickle*. Okay, uh, the Seth Rogan movie. Watched it today. What'd you think? I watched it
2: today. I didn't. Love it. I, no, I, I thought Seth was great. I'm a big Seth fan. And I, I loved watching him play two parts. Yeah. Um but I, I found it to be a bit boring. Um, it, I think if you're it's gonna not watch a Seth great Rogen, movie. Long shot with him and Charlie's. That, ma- that kind of made That one is amazing, too. Uh, Long shot. Other than the ridiculous sex scene where she comes in two seconds, uh, it's a pretty perfect movie.
0: Not accurate. <laughs> False. <laughs> I just poofed, ejaculated my moist missile. There you go. So,
3: yes. Um, yeah, again, it's not a great movie, but there are, I do think that there's, uh, there's a couple interesting. Um, themes that i think are explored that's yeah
0: uh jared would like to recommend tenant because he can he's already seen it all the way in australia so oh
2: how is our pets
1: tell
3: me real quick yeah
0: how is our Pat's? write it out jared let us know what while you're
3: writing it out jared let's not forget you said this uh, fuck me slutty you did
0: so say that. that so yeah. <laughs> sorry jamie context is not needed uh <laughs> <laughs> i would uh it was an innocuous quote that I was like, that's out of context. Let's make that a soundbite. Oh, um, uh, fuck me, slutty. Uh, he says, "Our pats was real good. He said real in all caps. Cool. So, yeah, he looks pretty cool in that movie. Um, I would recommend, um, for starters, I'm way, way, way late to the game on this. Probably about four years too late. Uh, Rick and Morty, uh, it's on HBO Max. Uh, pff, fucking phenomenal show. <laughs> highly recommend that shit i'm in season three right now jamie's like jesus christ man where you been i'm like i know i just
1: having a
2: child i get it
0: yeah i was like i just never got a chance to watch it but i am now and it's fucking great uh also uh for the Dungeons and dragons nerds out there there is a uh a new source book That will be coming out November 17th. Called Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. And this takes amongst other things of adding spells and things like that. It's a brand new way to create your characters. That basically wipes the slate clean. you You pick your race. You choose whatever you want. You can build it any way you want. That is Tasha's Cauldron of Everything coming out November 17th. I'm looking forward to it. It should be fun. Whatever you, I was like why is this turn into like a like a truck rally like commercial or like Labor Day weekend come
3: by your couch or else we're lighting it on fire I don't know. You talk about the the music, the bed music? Yeah, I love it. I love it. I, if love you it. don't like it, I have other ones. <laughs> I haven't heard this one. I know. I've got I didn't know which one worked and the <laughs> So there's that Coming one. Coming out November 17th is Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. <laughs> The Dungeon Karen's are heading back into the dungeon. Right, Will they roll it?
0: right? Okay, I'll think about that. Right? And then... then. Ooh.
3: Ooh. So, I picked a couple of these. Don't you have Two another one that's, that like,
0: I only did. one note? That's, like, pretty intense? Fuck.
3: You don't have to. Do. You don't have to. You don't have to do that. Nope. It's okay. Nope, it's on now. No, you don't have to do it. Okay. I, I do have it. Yeah, oh, you're Jesus. right. I absolutely. Uh, boom, boom. Nope. <laughs> what was that? That's that's a YouTube ad. <laughs> I didn't pull the clip yet, so
0: <laughs> this is totally gonna be worth it. I mean, I can feel. Oh it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's
3: so there's one more. There it is. <laughs> do you know what that is, Jamie? Can you recognize that song? Can you name that tune, it's Jamie?
0: Your-
2: Quick, a little, a little
3: fast. <laughs> I'll do it one more time okay Perfect. and this is it
2: okay you know it actually does sound familiar but you know what I'm bad at any sound music sounds and music
3: it's trapped headstrong <laughs> look at that face Have she's like nope don't know it <laughs>
2: Fair enough. You know what what album I've listened to this year, the 2020 albums? I've listened to the Witcher soundtrack and the Eurovision soundtrack.
3: (laughs) Nice.
0: Yes. Both are okay. (laughs) No, Jared, it's not Wake Me Up by Linkin Park. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, uh, I want to say, Jamie, thank you so much for taking the time to hang with us. This was so much fun, and it's so nice to connect with you again.
2: I hope we don't we don't wait another four
0: years absolutely not we will be uh reaching out to you with your thoughts on pretty much anything that's coming out in the near future so uh we'll be like jamie what do you think about this jamie what do you think about that and you're always welcome to come back and hang with us it'll be so much fun this
2: was Uh, great and i like that people were involved hi to all of you watching live that's
0: (laughs) yeah we've got we've got a great community here so these folks are awesome so always appreciate them uh, hanging out with us. So with that being said, I want to say, uh, Justin, thank you.
3: Douglas, thank Wait, aren't you going to go... Th- Tell people where they can find us.
0: Right. Jesus. Wow. I skipped a beat, didn't I? Guys, yep. did you know you can follow us on social medias at Mind Gap Podcast. Also, check out our YouTube channel. We post highlights from our streams, from our podcast episodes, as well as full episodes. Uh, you can also be sure to check us out on twitch.tv slash MindGapPodcast. Uh, every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time, we record our new podcast. And Saturday nights at 8 p.m., we do our video game streams. So come hang out. Be cool. Chat along with us and have a good time. And also, uh, you can find Justin. I almost called you Dustin.
3: Justin in the digital realm.
1: You messed it up, Doug. I done fucked
3: up. Done fucked it up. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It is the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Stitcher, all the places you can find and consume podcasts. Podbean, apparently we're on there too, whatever that is. So find us there. Um, yeah, share us around, like, subscribe, review, rate, all those things. The big one is sharing. If you like an episode, you hear something that's funny, and you're like, I know someone who likes dorky stuff too. Copy that link, paste it out there. It goes such a long way. east. 8com slash mind gap. You can find our back catalog there as well. And then just keep an eye on all two east eighths social media because we are nearing uh I've been telling Doug, I've been giving him some updates. Uh, Sid Penrose is getting dangerously close to being done, and we are continuing to film. And I think I don't want to give a release date yet in case it gets pushed, but <laughs> we do have, we're eyeing mid September to start releasing our quarantine web series project. So keep an eye out on all that. Yeah. So. And apparently, Slotty wants us to do a two East Eighth cut of the Justice League. So. Oh, Jesus. There's that. It'll be it'll be the, real quick. The only thing the only thing he wants is us to put, digitally put in a mustache in every scene and also star wipes. Oh god. transitions between every scene. Love it. So that will be coming out shortly. It's
0: happening for sure. Yeah. All star wipes, yeah. We yep. got it. We got it, Slotty. Thank you. Uh once again, Justin, thank you. So oh, Jamie, Douglas, thank, thank you. you. Jamie, thank you so much for coming Hi. by. Uh thank Twitch, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.